0: Oh honey, picture me upon your knee, with tea for two, and two for tea. Coming up on today's Tea with Kenny P. Ken connects with a younger demo as he drinks bubblegum fruit tea. And then, I don't even know how to describe what happens next, dear listener. You'll have to listen and see if you can make sense of it. All I can say is, kids, you'd better stay in school and don't eat paint chips. Hey Jermaine. Hi. How are you? All right, how are you doing today? Good thanks. I'm glad to see you. Uh where are you on your way to? I'm going to practice some breaking with my friends. Break dancing with your friends? Yeah. Well, maybe you show me how to do some breakdancing. All, right. All right. All uh-huh. well, right. Can I help you put it down? Sure. There, it's a piece of cardboard, isn't it? Yep. You always use something like that. Uh huh. Well, would you show us some of the very fancy things that I've seen you do before? But I'd like my neighbors to see. Okay. Uh-huh. Hello, dear listener. You're doing well, I trust. I mean, I don't want to assume. I hope you're doing well. But podcasting tends to be a very one-way conversation, unless you email me, of course, can at P dot com or at pelican on Twitter. Speaking of someone listening in on our tea party and two-way communications, my wife, Mrs. Today's Tea, listened to the last episode. She doesn't normally listen in on our little tea times together. And for the record, I'm okay with that. I mean, you've got to understand this magical 20 minutes or so we share together. Maybe a couple times on a good month, dear listener. Well, that's her life. She basically spends the hours when I get home from work to when I go to bed just binge listening to yours truly, Kenny P. And you know how sometimes you wish I could... Go one episode without talking about Star Trek. We'll consider Mrs. Today's tea's predicament. What again with the with the Kirk and the Spock? I mean, could you just give it a rest and let me watch this weird Norwegian crime drama? So she gets how we do this little tea time together, you and I, and she supports and she even encourages it having seen firsthand how much of a downer I can be when I don't have any sort of creative outlet to obsess over. But dear listener, for whatever reason, she listened to last episode with the kids, confident in the knowledge that I don't work blue, and when she heard me alluding to the mummy-daddy dance of the bacteria taking place within my kombucha, procreating into a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast, m a k i n g. Love, I believe, was the term I used. What's this world coming to when I've got to spell love, or risk sounding like a character in a Tarantino movie? But when I compared the Scobie to a colony of fanatical polygamists, she was scandalized. Now understand, dear listener, she's no prude. She wasn't even so much upset that our children were exposed to my shock comedy. Dear listener, she was mortified by the awkward conversations her girlfriend would be forced to have with her many, many children, who apparently listen every morning at the breakfast table. Yikes. Surprising news, dear listener. Surprisingly, first of all, because do they listen every morning? As you know, this podcast is bi-monthly at best, so are these poor children subjected to the same podcast for two weeks, possibly more. I need a more aggressive release schedule. But perhaps even more shocking than that, dear listener. I believe I've mentioned in one of our previous Tea Times that Mr. Fred Rogers is a bit of a hero of mine. I try not to put people on a pedestal, dear listener. Quite often it's a setup for disappointment. But Fred Rogers has this way of encouraging me to be a better person. You know? Is that weird? You know what I'm talking about? You got someone like that, dear listener? Anyway, Mr. Rogers is such a hero to me that in a previous life I wanted to work in children's television. I wanted my own kids' show. And apparently, I've become a host of a kids' show without even noticing... And I've got to admit, I don't know how I'd feel about learning about M-A-K-I-N-G-L-O-V-E and oligamy pay from Gordon on Sesame Street or Mr. Dressup. So, dear listener, if you happen to be seven or whatever age, rest assured, the whole remainder of this episode is safe for your little ears. No muffs, or secret grown-up code. You can consider this one, you know, for kids. Maybe all that preamble might have been a little taxing to a seven-year-old attention span. So, dear listener, whether or not you happen to be seven or just have a seven-year-old attention span, we better get into that tea we're drinking today. I've borrowed my daughter's little fancy tea set here. I've got this bubble gum tea, which my daughter got as a gift from one of her cousins. She said I could have some. It's a rooibos tea, which gives it a sort of a natural sweetness. But they've added dried apple and rose hips and orange pieces What else is in here? Hibiscus. Calendula. Cornflower. And gumballs. So this is actual bubble gum. Not to be confused with that bubble tea. That you get at that Asian mall. where, Where when I was a kid. You used to be able to get pirated video games. As for the. Brewing instructions I've removed the gum. I guess it's not meant to be brewed in tea, more of a garnish, if you will. It's so lime. You don't usually get lime anymore. It's Oh sour apple these days. Better not chew it on the podcast. It's podcasting one oh one. First day of class, you show up and it says, Don't chew gum into the mic on the chalkboard before the class even starts. Let's pour this tea here with a tiny teapot into the tiny cup here. It's also proper. Usually I use just a regular mug. I keep all my nerd mugs in the office. I better drink this with my pinky finger in the air. Dear listener, you may know the pinky finger is baby small. I've never understood why they call it the pinky. It's not any more pink than than Tom Thommer or Peter Pointer or Toby Tall or Ruby Ring now, is it? That's the kind of family-friendly humor you can expect from this episode. Anyway, here goes. Mm Mm-mm. Like a cup of hot candy water. This tea should be on candy land. The Bubblegum Fruit Tea Hot Springs. Right between the Licorice Castle and Peppermint Forest. Steep Tea Bubblegum Fruit Tea. That's today's tea. You just found the marble in the oatmeal. You're a lucky, lucky, lucky little boy because you know why? You get to drink from the fire hole! Two, three, four. Listener Interaction. Liam writes in. He says, Hi Kenny P. I'm six years old and I really enjoy your podcast. My favorite tea is a nice shade grown ceremony matcha. Preferably from the Kyushu region. I also like Lego. Which brings me... To the reason for this letter. As a Lego enthusiast, I like to keep my Lego bricks in pristine condition. However, my mom says I need to share my Lego with my little sister. She's able to play nicely for the most part. But when it comes to separating two standard two-by-four bricks joined together, it's difficult for her tiny fingers and little girl strength to pull them apart. So she resorts to biting the bricks apart leaving her tiny bite marks on my precious Lego. At first, I maintained my composure and asked her nicely to stop biting my Lego. But after repeatedly biting my Lego anyway, I'm sorry to say, I got so mad that I bit her. And with anger in my voice, I asked, How do you like it? Have you got any hot tips or life hacks to keep my cool when someone is biting my Lego? Well, thanks for your letter, Liam. I know sometimes it can be difficult when you're full of anger and all you want to do is bite. But in those times, I find it's important to mentally pause the situation, gently release the tension in my muscles, breathe deeper and slower. And then I want you to imagine yourself standing in front of your mental audio player of choice. Mine is a vintage Moog vocoder with a sort of funky multicolored oscilloscope thing attached. There's a lot of wood grain patterned plastic going on and for some reason there's an Atari cartridge inserted in the middle, above the keys. Centipede, I think. The memory banks, they're mostly full of old Simpson jokes I'm sure your mental audio player will look different than mine, Liam. But I press down the E key. It's the second highest E on the keyboard. And in my mind, I hear this song. Now it's time for the Grucklin Snack Cake Island Adventure. Yay! When we last left our esteemed mare McSnack Cake, he had met up with a young English boy, Trevor. The mare, Trevor, and their trusty companion Annoyamite, had a terrific adventure exploring the cave of butterscotch yodelers. The three have become fast friends, but they couldn't escape the notice of Snackwitch, evil ruler of the snack witch kingdom for long. Let's listen in, shall we? Hmm. So, Mayor McSnack and his friends are planning a Grucklin snack cake celebration feast, are they? Hmm. I better send my minions, Derp and Hermunculus, to investigate. Derp? Hermunculus? I've got a job for you, noddering knuckleheads. Derp, you called both? <laughs> yes. I want you to take this broomicopter and investigate what Merrick Snack is up to. Yes, Hermunculus. I just want you to, to see what they're doing and report back to me. Yes, he's planning a feast of some sort, and I—I I just want you to check it out, okay? Dirt a feast, count me in. I know I have this crystal ball, but I want you guys to check it out, too. We'll get better coverage that way or or something, all right? Honestly. I mean, the writing isn't tight enough for you to be scrutinizing my every order. Now go! Honestly. It's so difficult to find good help these days. Hmm me gaze into this crystal ball to see to see what old McSnack is up to Marmick McSnack Cake is Grocklin Snack Cake Island always such a happy place no I'm afraid not Trevor you see there are people on the eastern side of Snack Cake Island who'd like nothing better than to spoil our good time they sound like a bunch of regular party poopers. Ha <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair assessment, Annoyamite, because the Snack Witch and her evil brood of minions would like nothing better than to ruin our way of life. Well, she sounds awful. And is she a real witch, like in the storybooks, turning brave knights into toads and such? Oh, she's real, all right. And her pagan religious practices are only half of it. Yowza! <laughs> <laughs> Yowza indeed, Anoyamite. So why does she want to ruin our Grucklin snack cake adventures, Mammic Snack? Well, Trevor, you might say that Snack Witch and I differ philosophically in matters of governance. As well as most other things. You see, Trevor... As Mayor, I believe Gruckland Snack Cakes should be widely distributed so that moms and dads all over the world can purchase Gruckland Snack Cakes at their local grocer or convenience store for a reasonable price dictated by the free market. As Adam Smith once said, what is prudence in the conduct of every private family can scarce be folly in that of a great kingdom. <laughs> oh, and no, you might, but all that sounds reasonable. But what does the snack witch want to do with the island's capital in the form of snack cake resources? Well, Trevor, the snack witch believes that the abundance of snack cakes on the island should be hoarded by the state and doled out to its citizens for arbitrary reasons—reasons reasons other than currency. By such means, she'd most assuredly leverage this as a means to control the populace. So you're saying that the snack witch is a commie? me? Uh, c-c-c-communist? Get me out of here! <laughs> 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 you're right to be afraid, my cowardly friend. You see, the combination of pagan religion and Marxist philosophy has shriveled the snack witch's heart into a blackened husk. A shriveled husk? A pagan? Oh, I'll have him know I'm a lady of science. This crystal ball is Bluetooth-enabled, for crying out loud. And a communist, of all things. I mean, sure, I think the wealth could be distributed a little more fairly. And I I happen to think everyone should have access to quality education and health care, but... That doesn't mean I'm against the invisible hand of the free and open market. Honestly. Merrick snack can be such a jerk sometimes. I can't believe we used to date. I mean, who wants to go to his party anyway? Thank you for listening to Today's Tea with Kenny P. Please send your questions, thoughts, and feedback to Ken at todaysteawithkennyp.com or at Pelican on Twitter. If you like the show, give it a glowing review wherever you find podcasts. A better yet, recommend this show to a friend. (laughs) The top, the